All right. Another discussion in Proverbs chapter three today, if I can find it. Bible sticking funny in my fingers. <laughs> okay, there we go. Proverbs chapter three. Oh, I still missed. Why can't I see the chapter number? There it is. Couldn't find it for a minute. Okay, so chapter three, verse one. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. But love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own to understand. Un hmm. Most people can quote that and I can't even read it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline. Do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, a son he delights in. I made a note here. I have multiple notes. If you're watching the video, it's all written up. It's interesting sometimes when I go back and read, trying to figure out what I was thinking when I either wrote a note or, or just wondering like, what year was that that I did that? It says love and wrath. Exist without one another. What? Hmm. I don't know what that's all about. Another quote, God will burn down your world to rebuild a better one. I wonder what that's in response to. And then I have another note, Hebrews 12, five through six, that's under the, my son do not despise the Lord's discipline or resent his rebuke. Hebrews 12, five. I wonder what that is. Let's, let's see. I go all the way to the right. Hebrews 12, five. Oh, because the author of Hebrews quoted it. And you have forgotten that word of encouragement that addresses you as sons. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline. Do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines those he loves and punishes everyone he accepts as a son. Hmm. Verse four, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Okay. That is in line with the, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses passage. So Solomon starts once again with my son. That's the second time he's done that in the first three chapters. And again, I don't think that Solomon wrote down historically. I don't, it's not, uh, the thought isn't that he sat and was like, okay, chapter one, here's the first proverb. Chapter two, here's the next one. Uh, but rather, there was a collection of 
writings that were that were then put together. So I don't know if there was that or the part I, I guess a question I have is I don't know if he had an order of thought process that, you know, when he wrote these things down, he handed to or I, the way he's talking, obviously, he's, like he says, my son in chapter two, chapter three says my son in chapter one, he was clearly addressing. We, we haven't done that yet, just because uh, the way I've only I'm only doing these Monday through Friday and the first was on a Sunday. So I haven't sat down and done chapter one yet. But in verse eight, it says, my son, listen, my son, to your father's instructions. So I, maybe he had these collected together that his sons had. I don't I mean, I don't know. Um, so it's a question to ask. I, let's ask it. I, I always start with a question and it may not be even where we're running in the long run with where I'm going to land as far as like, I, I'm always looking for just like, what's the takeaway today? As I read this one, it's resetting, which is that's Romans 12 renew your minds. So like just daily sitting down, going back and going, okay, as we've talked about through Proverbs, what is right? What's just, where's wisdom found? Where's truth at? Okay. The basis of all those are found in scripture. So let's refresh the mind on that. Did Solomon in, anyway, so I sit down read, typically we'll ask a question. And then as just asking questions, walking through, what is the takeaway piece for that chunk of scripture that day? Did Solomon, I'm trying to think three different things at the same time. So I apologize for my broken train of thought today. Did Solomon write Proverbs? Let's do that. Proverbs chronologically. That may at least give us an answer. When did Solomon write Proverbs five through seven? Well, that doesn't help. Who wrote Proverbs? We find in 1 Kings 4.32 that Solomon wrote 3,000 Proverbs and 1,005 songs. That dude was a writer. That, that info comes from BibleStudyTools.com. All right, well, let's, who wrote Proverbs? Scholars point to King Solomon as the author of Proverbs in the Bible. Solomon is the is Israel's wisest king. You know, okay, thank you for the pop-up ad. Uh, okay, we know he was wise. Did King Solomon write all of Proverbs? Solomon wrote most of the Proverbs. His name appears at the beginning of three sections of Proverbs, Proverbs 1, Proverbs 10, Proverbs 25, thus solidifying his authorship. A few of the Proverbs came from other contributors. Anonymous writers contributed Proverbs 22, they're 24. Oh, really? Well, I feel kind of silly right now for, I, when we started these, I started with Proverbs 22. Oops. Maybe I should have paid better attention in Proverbs class. Agur wrote, Agur, A-G-U-R, wrote chapter 30. In this proverb, he highlights how little he knows. <laughs> That's funny. He admits that he does not know God. What? We got to look at that. Proverbs chapter 30, the sayings of Agur, son of Jaka, Jake, Jake, ha, Jake, and then an H at the end, Jake, Jake, <laughs> an oracle. 
this man declared to Ithiel, to Ithiel and to Ukal, Ukal, I am the most ignorant of men. I do not have a man's understanding. I had I have not learned wisdom, nor I have not how have I missed this, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One, who has gone up to heaven and come down, who has gathered up the wind in the hollow of his hands, who has wrapped up the waters in his cloak, who has established all the ends of the earth. What is his name? The name of his son. Tell me if you know. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. Two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies from far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and dishonor the name of my God. Do not slander a servant to his master or he will curse you and you will pay for it. There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers, those who are pure in their own eyes, and yet they are not cleansed of their filth. Those whose eyes are ever so haughty, whose glances are so disdainful, those whose teeth are swords and those whose jaws are set with knives to devour the poor. For Okay, I keep reading. That, that shifted quickly. It went from I'm familiar, obviously, with the, I, I don't, maybe not obviously, clearly. Obviously, is the wrong word. I'm familiar with the latter half of that passage. The first part, I don't, re I don't recall reading the first four verses before. And this guy saying, "Hey, I'm totally ignorant. I don't even have man's understanding, and I don't have knowledge of the Holy One." That's and then for them to take that, like clearly later in the passage, he has trusted God. He is someone that puts his faith there and is like God. I don't want to dishonor you with my actions. I don't want to, and I don't want to think that I don't need you. That's inner. Why did they say that? He admits that he does not know God. The verse in Proverbs states that King Lamel wrote Proverbs 31. According, okay, that's all you're going to say. They don't even, you can't make a rash statement about A girl, and then not wrap it up like he actually made some other statements too, hmm. which is off topic. But we run rabbit trails on this podcast anytime a question comes up. So I'm still going through this Bible study tool. Why? Why am I? Why am I still reading BibleStudyTools.com if they're going to bash a girl and not address the fact that he did say he had trusted God and put his faith in Him? know that he said to start with like i don't know but he may have been saying like it may have been an in general in humanity or it may have been an admission of like before this is where i was at and then there was a recognition that there is a god i have a need for him and here's my response to him at this point that may be what's going on chronological book no that's not what i need the proverbs old testament proverbs is probably the oldest document of the Hebrew wisdom movement. Okay, let's look at this. Encyclopedia Britannica. That's a reputable source. The Proverbs, also called the Book of Proverbs. Thank you. An Old Testament book of wisdom writing found in the third section of the Jewish canon known as the Ketuvim. Ketuvim? Have I, have I not seen that word before? K-E-T-U-V-I-M, Ket, Ket of them. 
I would always, anytime there were big words and I was preaching, I would, I had an app that would read the word or the name. Typically it was a name. It was either the name of a, a person or a city or an area that was typically pretty hard to say. And I would, I literally would study. How, how do you say it? How do you say it? How do you say it? And just listen and listen and listen. And then it would become supplanted. And that one, I don't think I've seen that one before. Anyways, uh, known as the, if I, maybe I have seen, I just forgot the writings, the books, subscription, the Proverbs of Solomon is not to say that it is a whole or even individual proverb should be credited to King Solomon for scholarly examination discloses that it contains seven collections of wisdom materials, mostly short sayings from a wide variety of periods, all after Solomon's time. The earliest collection, 25 to 29, titled Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied, came into being about 700 BC. The latest one, chapter one through nine, dates from the fourth century BC. There's also an untitled acrostic poem about a virtuous wife, 31. Okay, yeah, this, we know that. Third collection has attracted much attention because it's closely its close affinity to the Egyptian wisdom of Amenemope. <laughs> Amenemope. <laughs> no idea what that is. Variously dated between the 10th and 6th centuries BC. This likeness suggests that Israel's wisdom movement, whatever its origin, was influenced by the wisdom literature of other ancient Middle Eastern cultures. So, Encyclopedia Britannica is trying to attribute the writings to someone else. As a conversation about the Old Testament, I think we're going to leave Encyclopedia Britannica because I think they may have a different agenda than dealing with the scriptures. I don't know. Let's look at, no, don't look at that. Ages of children addressed in Proverbs. No, no. Well, so it's reignited a question for me about, when, okay, just so as I, going back to what we just read, it kind of threw a wrench in it. It's like, wait, so Britannica is trying to attribute the three sections of Proverbs most likely to someone else. King Hezekiah's group of people. Is that right? Let me go back and look at that again. Yeah. Which we read about that in the latter chapters, later chapters of Proverbs, the Proverbs of Solomon recorded by Hezekiah, the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Copied. Still attributes the sayings and the wisdom to Solomon. So see a problem with them saying, hey, we're going to actually make this a, a part of the canon collection somewhere around 700 BC. I see a problem with that. I don't have a good answer. We're still going to ask that question throughout this, I guess. So, hmm. I feel like I'm kind of at it right now. 
there's a lot of pausing going on. You're like, are you going to say anything today? I don't know. Right now I feel at a loss for words because now I'm wrestling again with, wait, who wrote this and how was it put together and why in freaking Encyclopedia Britannica just made me start running rabbit trails in my own head. Logos Bible software. Let's go there. Come on. I wonder if I still have a subscription to Logos Bible software. I guess we're going to find out because I don't know. So I'm typing it in. That's not going to be my password because that's not the password I would use back then. my profile oh, apparently i do okay sweet let's get a commentary here all right we got proverbs a commentary by richard j clifford don't know who he is short commentary proverbs commentary in the wesleyan tradition commentary on proverbs by stevenson proverbs a bible commentary in the world if you looked at that Concordia commentary proverbs. Quick buy. Oh, these are you gotta buy these jokers. I don't want to. I'm not looking to buy one. I'm just looking for the. Where is what's new in logos nine? I don't know. Download logos. Download. Can I do that or can I just can I just use online? Let's do that. I'd rather just use it online. I'd rather not have this on my computer. Just because I don't like taking up space because it's a work computer and I don't want to overload it with stiff that I can't move. Welcome to your dashboard. Sweet. Uh, am I here? What am I doing? I don't know. This so logos soft. Well, lo, yeah, was is a not was. Um, obviously, Bible study tool. It's pretty extensive in terms of library slash they have great, they have really great tools for like, if you're translating, I would sit down my process years ago when I would put a message message together was to take the passage I was dealing with and then, and then translate it from the Greek. Uh, I didn't do it with the Hebrew text. So it wasn't efficient that way. I did have Hebrew, but I wasn't efficient the way I was with greek so let's just type in see proverbs three one through eight let's do it that way uh wasn't nearly as efficient but that's how i would start with a greek with a greek text was do my own translation and go from there not that my translation was better as if i'm some kind of scholar because i was not although i am educated in that world formally but it always helped in terms of like it's getting the thought process going where I want to run with this is is the translation that I walk away with accurate and acceptable and inside um, am I taking liberties I shouldn't or uh or we or is there something that I can dig a little further out of to make it clear and simplest or maybe more simple I don't know or at times it was just an unhealthy I want to look smart and like people be impressed with what I have to say which is one reason why I try to not ever tell you or anyone when I'm teaching something, the Greek word or the Hebrew word here is fill in the blank. 
that actually annoys the crap out of me when guys do that because I'm always like, the argument was in school as we sat down, not the argument, what they always told us was reading from the original text, specifically like when we talk about Greek, or either one, but Greek specifically, there, there are words that we do not have that they did and that you'll find in your, in your Bible. It's like, we don't have, it's not an apple to apple. It's like, we can, it may take us a series of words or a concept or whatever it is to try to communicate the best we can what's being said here but they had they that culture is oracle the word i want to say that culture with their vocabulary they i think they had more depth than we do if that makes sense it's like just should make sense because we now text with emojis we send cartoon pictures <laughs> and they had words that we don't have good words to communicate really the depths of what they were getting at and we have to fight to get it out to try to say that okay proverb i'm looking at this commentary in proverbs chapter three the study of truth commended god must be feared honored and trusted and feel f-i- L I A L. What I, what is that word? Look up. Oh, okay. So the cool thing about this is you can. Oh, that didn't help. Like I'm in a what's that? King James. That's a what is what is that? JFB. I today I feel like one of the most uneducated humans there is as I look at some things and I'm like, what in the world is that? I get oh, that's the commentary. <laughs> this is a day for a case i probably may not post this podcast because wow i look stupid today kind of like the guy from chapter 30 a girl I, I am pretty dumb today and i got no insight but i do recognize that there is a god and i need him <laughs> Please help me not to dishonor you or to think that I don't need you with the things I do or don't have. <laughs> Maybe that's the takeaway today. God help me to be uh, hardworking and have humility. Okay. That is, okay, the commentary that I'm reading right now is not helpful because it's using <laughs> big words I don't understand. Who it says? It says, God must be feared, honored, and trusted, and be filial submission i don't know what that means under chastisement exhibited ex exhibited ex exhibited exhibited okay the excellence of wisdom urged and illustrated by its place in the divine councils piety enforced by a contrast of the destiny of the righteous and the wicked what the only thing I understood was it's studying truth and saying God must be feared, honored, and trusted. The rest of it is over my head. What in the world? That is, that's the commentary on verse one to begin with. I think it's trying to sum it up. Here's what we're getting at. I don't want to look at the King James. I want to look at a different. Well, that didn't help. So I haven't used 
logos obviously in a while because I just was like, hey, do I still have an account? So that should be telling. No, back to use online. There we go. We are back to using online. So it's not going to allow me to switch Bibles, I guess, right now. I got to mess with this more to be functional here. So I'm, I'm being pointless. What do I want to say about Proverbs chapter three today that is a takeaway for me? Verse seven, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. That has, that, there's you, that's my clear practical takeaway today. I sat down and I read the first 12 verses of Proverbs chapter three. And I tried to start talking educatedly about them. And I asked one question that threw me into a rabbit trail to looking at a software that I used to use to study scripture. And I've in today, in this moment, I feel completely incompetent as I, as I look at the Bible and go, <laughs> I have nothing of value to bring except for verse seven. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Why? Because sometimes you'll look like a moron. I can take that. So today, I don't know everything. And that's okay. Fear the Lord and shun evil. So I'll have a healthy respect for Jesus and the things that are clear in scripture. I'll try to let the things that are clear interpret the things that are unclear and trust that what it is that God has made available and knowable out of those things are things that we can trust and try not to do things that are evil <laughs> and, and hopefully rely on him to help with that. So thanks for listening to Proverbs chapter three, where we didn't discuss hardly any of Proverbs chapter three or anything that was educationally, educationally of value. Wow. It is Tuesday and it feels like Monday and I cannot get anything out with clarity. We had a, we had a rough morning this morning with uh, our daughter leaving school and first school, not leaving school. She didn't leave school. She left for school. And it just, one of those days. And I think my train of thought is kind of, that didn't help it. It's not blaming it, but that probably is a contributor. And then sitting down and being like, wow, I think I need a better, there, there are moments when you go, okay, I have a good grasp on scripture end to end and a storyline and how it got put together and all those things. And then all of a sudden it's like, man, I feel like I don't know as much about Proverbs as I should. If I keep talking about it and I keep pumping it as like, man, here's my consistent quiet time. I haven't asked enough questions during my consistent quiet times as this has been a helpful thing for me to go, okay, when I am here and, and do I have anything to say or anything of value to add today other than don't be wise in your own eyes and fear the Lord and, sh and run from evil. Maybe I should be asking better questions as I'm studying my Bible when it's just me and I'm not recording. Maybe that, or maybe this is a helpful thing where it's just, I did record my quiet time when I was reading and saying, what's my takeaway today? The takeaway today is I need to know more. I probably should ask more, better questions and find better answers. And also recognize I'm not as smart as I thought I was 35 minutes ago. <laughs> so I hope you have a great day. Thanks for watching.
enjoy future podcasts where maybe I know a little bit more than I knew today.